Cantos 19 to 21 of Book 3 of the Ramayan of Balmiki. Translated by Ralph T. H. Griffith. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Om123. Canto 19 The Rusing of Kara. When Kara saw his sister lie with blood stained limbs and troubled eye, while the fury in his bosom woke, and thus the monstrous giant spoke. Arise, my sister, cast away this numbing terror and dismay, and straight the impious hand declare that marred those features once so fair. For who his finger-tip will lay on the black snake in childish play, and unattacked with idle stroke his poison-laden fang provoke? Ill-fated fool, he little knows that news around his neck he throws, who rashly met thee and a draught of life-destroying poison quaffed. Strong, fierce as death, it was died to choose thy way at will, its shape to use. In power and might, like one of us, what hand has maimed and marred thee thus? What god or fiend this deed has wrought? What bird or sage of lofty thought? was armed with power supremely great, thy form to mar and mutilate. In all the worlds not one I see, would dare a deed to anger me, not in self the thousand-eyed, beneath whose hand fear sparker died. My life-destroying darts this day, his guilty breath shall rend away, even as the thirsty wild swan drains each milk-drop that the wave retains whose blood in foaming streams shall burst over the dry ground which lies at toast, when by my shafts, transfixed and slain, he falls upon the battle-plain. From whose dead corpse shall birds of air the mangled flesh and sinews tear, and in their gory face to delight when I have slain him in the fight. Not god or bird or wandering ghost, no giant of our mighty host, shall step between us or avail to save the wretch when i assail collect each scattered sense recall thy troubled thoughts and tell me all what wretch attacked thee in the way and quelled thee in victorious fray his breast with burning fury fired thus cutter of the fiend inquired and then with many a tear and sigh the surpnaka made reply with his desolate sons a pair, strong, resolute, and young and fair, in coats of dark and black deer's hide, and like the radiant lotus eyed, on berries, roots, and fruit they feed, and lives of saintly virtue lead. With ordered senses undefiled, Rama and Lakshman are destiled, fair as the minstrel's king are they, and stamped with signs of regal sway. I know not if the heroes trace their line from God's or Dana brace. There, by these wandering eyes between, the noble youths a dame was seen, fair, blooming, young, with dainty waist, and all her bright apparel graced. For her, with ready heart and mind, the royal pair their strength combined, and brought me to this last distress, like some lost woman, comfortless. Perfidious wretch, 
my soul is fain, Half foaming blood and dares to drain. Oh, let me head the vengeful fight, And with this hand my murderer smite. Come, brother, hasten to fulfil This longing of my eager will. On to the battle, let me drink Their lifeblood as to art they sing. Then Kara, by his sister pressed, Inflamed with fury, gave his haste To twice seven giants of his crew, Fierce as the god of death to view. Two men equipped with arms who were, Dear skin and bark and matted hair, Leading a beauteous dame have strayed To the wild gloom of Dundak's shade. These men, their caused omen slay, And hasten back without delay, That this my sister's lips may be Red with the life-blood of the tree. Giants, my wounded sister longs To take this vengeance for her wrongs. With speed her dearest wish fulfil, And with your might these creatures kill. Soon as your matchless strength shall lay, These brothers dead in battle fray, She in triumphant joy will laugh, And their heart's blood delighted quaff. The giants heard the words he said, And fought with Surpnaka sped, As mighty clouds in autumn fly, Oused by the wind along the sky. Canto twenty, the giant's dead. Fear Surpnaka with a train, to Rama's dwelling came again, and to the eager giants showed where Sita and the Eots abode. With the leafy cart they spied, the hero by his consort's side, and the faithful Lakshman ready still to wait upon his brother's will. Then noble Rama raised his eye and saw the giants standing nigh, and then, as nearer still they pressed, his glorious brother thus addressed. Be thine a while, my brother dear, to watch over Sita's safety here, and I will slay these creatures who the footsteps of my spouse pursue. He spoke, and reverend Lakshman heard, submissive to his brother's word, the son of Regu, virtuous souled, strung his great bow adorned with gold, and, with the weapon in his hand, addressed him to the giant band. Rama and Lakshman we, who spring from Dasarat, mighty king, we dwell a while with Sita here, in Dundak forest wild and drear. On woodland roots and fruit we feed, and lives of strictest rule we lead. Say, why would ye our lives oppress, Who sojourn in the wilderness? Sent he there by the hermit's prayer, With bow and darts unused to spare. For vengeance am I come to slay, Your sinful band in battle fray. Rest as ye are, remain content, Nor try the battle's dire event, Unless your offered lives ye spawn, O rovers of the night, return. They listened while the hero spoke, And fury in its breast awoke. The Brahman slayers raised on high Their mighty spears and made reply. They spoke with eyes aglow with ire, While Rama's bond with vengeful tire, And answered thus in fury wild That peerless chief whose tones were mild. 
Nay, thou hast angered, overbold, Cutter of a lord, the mighty souled, And for thy sin, in battle strife, Shalt yield to us thy forfeit life. No power hast thou alone to stand Against the numbers of our band. It were vain to match thy single might Against us in the front of fight. When we, equipped for fight, advance With brandished pike and mace and lance, Thou, vanquished in the desperate field, Thy bow, thy strength, thy life shalt yield. With bitter words and threatening mien, Thus furious spoke the fierce fourteen, And raising scimitar and spear, On Rama rushed in wild carrier. Their level spears the giant crew, Against a matchless hero true, His bow the son of Ragu bent, And twice seven shafts to meet them sent, And every javelin sundered fell, By the bright darts he aimed so well. The hero saw, his anger grew, To fury, from his side he drew, Fresh sun-bright arrows pointed keen, In number, like his foes, fourteen. His bow he grasped, the string he drew, And gazing on the giant crew, As Indra casts the levin, so, Shot forth his arrows at the foe. The hotling arrows, tailed with gore, Through the fiend's breasts a passage tore, and in the art lay buried deep, As serpents through an anthill creep. Like trees uptorn by stormy blast, The shattered fiends to art were cast. And there, with mangled bodies, they, Bathed in their blood, and breathless, lay. With fainting heart and furious eye, The demon saw her champions die. With drying wounds that scarcely bled, Back to her brother's home she fled. Oppressed with pain, with loud lament, At Kara's feet the monster bent. There, like a plant, when slowly come The trickling drops of oozy gum, With her grim features pale with pain, She poured her tears in ceaseless rain. There rooted Surpnakha lay, And told her brother all, The issue of the bloody fray, her giant champions fall. Canto twenty one, the rusing of Kara. Low in the dust he saw her lie, and Kara's red grew fierce and high. Aloud he cried to her who came, disgracefully with baffled aim. I sent with thee at thy request, the bravest of my giants, best of all who feed upon the slain. Why art thou weeping here again? Still to their master's interest true, My faithful, noble, loyal crew, Though slaughtered in the bloody fray, Would yet their monarch's word obey. Now I, my sister, fain would know The cause of this thy fear and war, Why like a snake thou readest there, Calling for aid in wild despair. Nay, lie not thus in lowly guise, Cast off thy weakness and arise. With soothing word, the giant chief assuaged the fury of her grief. Her weeping eyes she slowly dried, and to her brother thus replied, I saw thee in my shame and fear, with severed nose and mangled ear, 
my gashes like a river bled. I sought thee, and was comforted. Those to seven giants, brave and strong, thou sentest to avenge the wrong, to lay the savage Rama low, and Lakshman who misused me so. But I, the shafts of Rama true, the bodies of my champions flew. Though madly fierce their spears they plied, beneath his conquering might they died. I saw them, famed for strength and speed, I saw my heroes fall and bleed. Great trembling seized my every limb, at the great deed achieved by him. In trouble, horror, doubt and dread, again to thee for help I fled. While terror haunts my troubled sight, I seek thee, rover of the night. And canst thou not thy sister free from this wide waste of troublous sea, whose sharks are doubt and terror, where its reading wave is dark despair? Low lie on art thy giant train, by ruthless Rama's arrows slain, and all the mighty demons fed on blood who followed me are dead. Now if within thy breast may be pity for them and love for me, if thou, O rover of the night, have valour and with him can fight, subdue the giant's cruel foe, who dwells where Dundak's tickets grow. But if thine arm in vain essay, this queller of his foes to slay, now surely here before thine eyes, wronged and ashamed, thy sister dies. Too well, alas, too well, I see, that strong in war as thou mayst be, Thou canst not in the battle stand, When Rama meets thee hand to hand. Go forth, thou hero, but in name, Assuming might thou canst not claim. Call friend and kin, no longer stay, Away from Janastan, away. Shame of thy race, thou weak alone, Beneath thine arm may sink overthrown. Fly Rama and his brother, they, A man too strong for thee to slay. How canst thou hope, O weak and base, To make this grove thy dwelling place, With Rama's might unmeet to vie, Overmastered thou wilt quickly die. A hero strong in valorous deed Is Rama, the Surat seed, And scars of weaker might than he, His brother chief who mangled me. Thus wept and wailed in deep distress The grim misshapen giantess, before her brother's feet she lay, overwhelmed with grief, and swooned away. End of Cantos 1920 and 21